Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Taylor on Wayne Hussey from The Mission. How are you? All right. And you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad you're on. Uh, like I said earlier, I've, I've been a fan for a very long time. And I want to say what's fantastic about you is I know the bands had different uh, um, incarnations, but different members a few times. You've always put out a solid output. And like the last album, Another Fall from Grace, is literally just as good and arguably better than the early stuff you did like it you're one of those bands that whether you're you know all over mtv or something in the early years or now you're very consistent with your output and your songwriting well thank you um i, I try you know i mean i try I, I think with another fall from grace i think um i've said this before but if that uh if that has to be the last ever mission album then i'm quite happy that that would be the last ever mission album I think it's I think it's a goodie. Um I think it kind of um sums up the whole history of the mission actually in that one that one album, to be honest. But uh yeah, no, thank you. I mean, um you know, I mean nobody goes into the studio with the intention of making crappy records, do they? We do our no, best. but not all artists are pushing themselves because you've had albums that were more experimental. You've you've still tried to be an artist. And I love artists that are like that, that are always pushing the boundaries. And maybe do something mm. different, not do the safe record. Oh, you wait till you hear what I'm doing now. <laughs> really? Is it solo? Just, yeah, I've just been. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of solo, but I, I'm doing it with my wife actually. Um, she she's um, how can I say she's singing now, and oh, wow. um, we're we're we're. I, I suffer from insomnia a little bit, so. To to help me sleep, I listen to a lot of ambient music. Yeah, and so we kind of I'm making music to put me to sleep. In fact, <laughs> so some of the pieces are like you know 25 minutes long, and there there's absolutely no dynamic, and there's and Cynthia sings, but there's no words. She just vocalizes really. Wow. You know, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's very um, atmospheric. As I said, there's no no dynamic to it. It's not like pop songs. Uh, yeah. it, it's I don't know if we'll ever see the light of day, but you well, know, it would be interesting to put on your website, even for people to check out some of it. Yeah, no, I, it, it, we're doing it for ourselves, really. I mean, you know, it, I mean, it, you know, I do listen to it sometimes when, I, when I'm falling asleep, and it does the job. <laughs> it's got to have a disclaimer that you just can't listen to while you're driving to work or something. You know, <laughs> you get too well, relaxed when you're hearing it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you could get too relaxed. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, it, I, I know. It, we have we have a studio at home, so we're always we're always making music and um it's only in the last couple of years or so actually since the lockdown uh, the covid lockdowns that um my wife is actually I, mean, I i bought a ukulele about 10 years ago as a wedding anniversary present and yeah. she on the quiet she taught herself how to play it and you know youtube tutorials and then she started writing songs and i was th thinking you know what some of these songs are actually quite good let's take them in the studio and then we build them up into you know, with with drums and bass guitars and and everything else, and um, some of it's worked out really well. Again, it's it we were the idea was maybe do an album, but we've kind of stalled on that. We had a few um, uh, personal problems last year. We we lost five pets in the space of a short period of time, which kind holy of, moly, yeah, we, yeah, it was it was a pretty bad time, but um, which kind of curbed our enthusiasm. 
you know, for, for yeah. making music, really. And it, it seemed to me that every time I was away on tour, there was another pet that would die. So it was a, it was a tough time. So music wasn't a priority. But, you know, again, this year we've we started doing this ambient thing and we're kind of enjoying that. And it's for our own entertainment at the moment, but we'll see where it goes. But I, I like making music. The bottom line is I like making music and and there is there's no rule that I have to make a certain one certain kind of music, you know. I mean, and I well, think that's the thing with the mission. It's always been a, there there are parameters for me with the mission. There there definitely are parameters, but at the same time, I think over the years I have stretched those parameters to breaking point in some people's opinion. Really? Know, some well, some I think some fans are would pre would prefer it if we kind of you know stick to the uh, tried and tested formula, but you know that's not what well, we do, is it? You you have a good amount of uh, stuff out. You have two solo albums out, and your last album uh, was two sixteen. And I mean, you guys just had a greatest hits album just re released, and and uh, the live album just came out, which is, sounds great. Uh, so people can check them out both streaming. The live album is live in Buenos Aires, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the latest live album. There that's was the a latest, live album. Like, yeah. yeah, there, there was, was one last year from uh, Shepherd's Bush. So that yeah, like I mean, the thing I'm is, to be current. <laughs> yeah, the, but the thing is, right now, I think the band are playing as well as we've ever played live. So and and in the absence of actually getting into a studio and and putting new stuff together, we're actually you know we're thinking the shows are being recorded. We think. Mm -hmm. Put it out, you know, and as long as there, there are people that want it and, and and are prepared to listen and even buy it on occasion, then uh, it's worth doing, you know. I think. Well, you have a deep catalog, though. I mean, and I think this is a good time for people that anybody's listening that haven't hasn't really checked you out or know like one song. I would say, grab the new album and then listen to the the Resurrection, the Best of Deluxe album. Also, that's also new from last year. And if you want to go then from there, go to another fall from grace and work backwards. That those are like really good tastes of what the band is, and you can dive into this, yeah. do a deep dive. Yeah, yeah. I mean there, there was a, an album last year, I think, released or the year before, collected, which is actually all all the singles we've ever released on all the various labels, all on, all yeah. on one release, wow. which was which was quite a, a feat actually. Because, I mean, it was a Dutch guy that did it at Universal. And so we had to get permission for various labels because you right. know, we've been around a while now. So we've been, we've released records on various labels. So um, it was quite, quite a job, you know, to put that together. And, um, but it's good. I think it's good because obviously you get the butterfly on the wheel and you get wasteland and you get the Severine, all the early, early hits, but you also get a lot, you get all the later singles as well, which, you know, a lot of our audience aren't familiar with, certainly in America. You know, a lot of our more recent albums, uh, well, I say more recent, from the last 25 years, haven't really been released in the US, you know, not officially. So no. um, that's what yeah. I'm saying. There's a lot of good stuff out there that luckily through streaming platforms, yeah. you can mm. at least check it out, you know. And it's always yeah. even better to go buy it from the artist on the website. But at least well, go yeah, I mean, but, check but, it out. There's quite a few albums that have come, the rights have came come back to us over the last few months. So there's they are no longer on um, on the streaming platforms, uh, which we, we are rectifying. We are okay. That was my next question. <laughs> I we noticed there's missing albums. <laughs> yeah, we are gradually putting them back up. I mean, we did we did start our own um, subscription um, streaming subscription thing about a year or so ago. 
uh, where we charge five pound a month, and then you get every album, and you get all our solo stuff, you get demos, you get um, all the rare mixes, uh, live stuff that's never been released, uh, mixes that's never been released. You know, I mean, it really is. Uh, I mean, we are going through all our boxes and boxes of old cassettes and finding stuff and thinking, yeah, we should put that up. Um, uh, but obviously that doesn't have the same reach as, say, Spotify or YouTube or Amazon, you know. And I know there's, you know, certainly where I live in Brazil, there's a lot of people that listen to Spotify. We have a lot of, we have a lot of um, people that listen to us down in this part of the world that don't have the records, you know, they can't yeah. afford the records or, they, they, you know, they're not available on import or whatever. And uh, so that's that. That's their only access to the band's, you know, canon of work. It's a hard thing because the bands get paid horribly on Spotify, but Spotify has the easiest reach to get new yeah. fans than, than yeah, most no. applications. Even sometimes it's easier than iTunes. I mean, iTunes is a bigger platform on some levels, but not everyone has iTunes can have iTunes on their phone or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Spotify yeah. is an easy, is easier app to have on any phone. You know? Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, I mean, um, practicality. I'm, almost, I'm almost ashamed to admit it myself, but I listen to Spotify and we, we do subscribe, you know, but uh, I mean, occasionally I will still buy a CD. But I think I think the, the thing, the way it went, the way I think we just finished European tour, um, which was originally scheduled for 2020, but obviously it was curtailed right. at the time because of the COVID lockdowns. And then it was rescheduled for 21. Same thing, yep. twenty two, and then it, eventually we we managed to we just finished it a couple of weeks ago, and I have to say that the the, the attendances were amazing. Actually, I think three quarters of the tour was sold out, and I was really amazed at how many how many um, how many more younger people were at these shows than previously over the last ten fifteen years. And I have a theory that that this is down to the lockdowns. So people were stuck at home. Young people listen to music. They listen to music with with a with a zeal, maybe that you know us older people like me don't listen to. I don't go out and search new music or music I've never heard. You know, you know what I mean. I, if I come across yeah. it, great. But I don't go out and rapidly devour new music, whereas young people do. So if they were listening to somebody that I don't know, it's got. I hate to use the word gothic um connotations oh, right. then we, we might get suggested to them and they might listen and think mm, i quite like this and listen more and i i actually think that that's um that is part of the reason why why we were seeing a lot more younger people at our shows this time around i i'm i'm, I'm, I'm yeah i'm convinced of that well, I, I think a few things. I have, I have a theory about uh, when you're younger too. Usually, I think when people digest most music is one of the most impressionable. That's why it's like, like your favorite time because you're younger. Your your responsibilities are differently. Whether it's school or college, yeah. your first jobs, and it's that you know mid you know probably early teens to like mid twenties for most people is a sweet yeah. spot for for when you devour. It. And I, I think the recommendations is could be good. And you have a lot of other bands that are touring that may help that are also be yeah, on Spotify like The Cure. If you go listen to The Cure, you're definitely the next band is going to be re recommended. You know, there's a whole family tree of bands that are going to go. You know, uh -huh. like this band on Spotify, you yeah. come up right after a band like The Cure. So like if, or, or vice versa. So I think yeah. any, any artists that probably helps out a lot too. Um, yeah, what, what, absolutely. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's exclusive to us. 
no, no, no. I'm I think saying it's great. It, it, was, it was something that I noticed on this particular European tour. It was six weeks long, and you know there were people coming from as far as Russia and Ukraine who who are in the middle of a war. So the the amount of effort that it took to get, come to the shows, you know, on in Germany and uh, Hungary, I mean, that was I, I just found that overwhelming, really. And um, they special. were young, you know, they were young people, and it was wow, you know, wow. Yeah, no, it's, it's got to make it exciting for you though, as a performer, to realize, you know what? I mean, not saying you do, but I mean, some artists get tired after a certain point of doing the same thing or different sets. Some people love touring for the rest of their whole lives. That's who they are. But man, to have younger fans and our new fans or fans that like the war, like all kinds of crazy things to come just see you for that, that, love, that moment of entertainment or 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 like an emotional release. Yeah, powerful. Kind of release. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I know I get it. You know, I mean, um, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 a good thing. I mean, I, I do love the shows. I just hate the touring. I, know, just, I, can, that, I can imagine touring everything else that comes with it i mean it's it's i think the tour finished like two and a half weeks ago it's only a, just about now that i'm starting to feel human again and then you know this time next week i'm on a plane flying back to the uk to play some more shows you know it's like okay but it's not it i mean next next week is only three shows with the cult you know but uh that's gonna be a good show uh as a, you guys yeah. doing shows with the cult later on in the u.s i know you have some u.s shows coming and I think yeah, we, do, um... we have a tour September October. Uh, or, or I mean, it's this is our biggest U.S. tour probably in twenty five years, maybe or even longer. I don't know. It's it's six weeks long. It'll either uh, it'll either make men of us or it'll you know finish us off. <laughs> I was looking at the dates. You got some. You got a lot of nice places though. So I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good tour you have set up though. I was looking at some of the clubs I mean, and yeah, I mean, we've always had a nice. I'd always had a good time touring America. We just never did enough of it, I think, really to... Um, I mean, obviously, in the 80s, when we had the record company um, willing to, um, you know, push us over there and, and, and pay for it all, it was easier to tour. But now, these days, you know, it's, we, we come with the skeleton crew, we're sharing a bus with another band and all that kind of stuff. But... Um, my attitude is we, we we probably won't get another opportunity. I'm 65 years old now. We probably won't get another opportunity to, to tour America to this degree. Right. And so it was like, okay, do we want to do this? It, it It's it's not going to be the easiest tour in the world, but we get to do it one more time in America. And we said, yeah, collectively, let's do it. It's just one last hurrah. I say, so. How are you? How are you? I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? You know, who knows? We might, you know, come back and just do some shows on the coasts or something at another time. But in in terms of the the, the trek around the whole whole of the states, I think this will be the last time. I think the closest date is like an hour and a half from me, so I'm gonna have to figure out my my schedule, my work schedule, to make it happen. Where where, where will that be? Um, it's the Boston show. That's probably the closest okay. to me. I'm in I'm in Connecticut, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right, well, right now, and a half hour. I'm sorry, we're not nearer. <laughs> Listen, I do this show. I I'm very aware. My show started to talk during COVID to talk about the economics of bands and supporting them. So a, a lot right. of my knowledge is of touring, the cost, the passports, this, the merchandise. Yeah. I break down the shirt costs for people. How important it is to support a band if they come out. No, I I get it. I'm just happy you guys were able yeah. to figure out a deal where you're not in the red and you can come overseas. Like. I get it. I think yeah, it's fantastic. Absolutely. You guys are coming. 
well, known the economy yeah. of, of touring. Yeah, well, that was the problem. I mean, the, the European tour we've just done, that was originally booked in, in 2019 for 2020. And the, 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 obviously, we, we, we got, I think we were about 10 shows into the tour when it got curtailed and there was, I don't know, scheduled 55 shows or something. Anyway, we we were still committed to doing these shows this year, but obviously the fees were the same, the 2020 fees, but all our expenses had gone up, you know, yeah. so it was a good job that we were actually pulling more people than we'd um, done so previously, you yeah. know, because it, it really certainly helped our budget. Yeah, I, um, I would like to add. No, I mean, again, America, we were supposed to do it like uh, September, October last year, but then it was a chicken and egg situation. We couldn't get a bus, right? Every, as with everybody, America. yeah. Yeah, you can't tour America without a bus. Certainly, you know, with some of those drives, I mean, you know, that you're talking about 800 miles overnight yeah. or what, you know, and uh, you can't do it without a tour bus. At the same time, we had an offer of a tour bus and they wanted to deposit, but at that point we didn't have the visas. So we, the visas were up in the air. I mean, the, we, you know, we still were still um, uh, applying for the visas actually, but we don't, see, we don't foresee a problem this year, but last year um, there may have been. So it was, we, you know, we, we can't, we can't commit to the bus without having the visas. And we, yeah. and the visas are very expensive. Are very very expensive. expensive. Yeah. So the we couldn't, we couldn't, also, we couldn't go, uh, you know, go through with the visas without having, without having. The, I don't know. It was in the yeah. end we made the decision. Look, we, let's move this to next year. Give us a chance to. Sort I think it's problem. good. I think it's fantastic. And I want to say this as as a fan, also knows knowledge that the band would say it. But when a band's coming over and they come to the U.S., people, if you're a fan, you need to come out and see them, and you need to buy the merchandise because I'm going to tell you they're looking at. I don't. Know, visas can be four or five grand each to come over. They've got the band, some of the crew, then they got the tickets, and then they come here, and it could be five hundred to a thousand dollars a day for a band or a bus. That's just uh -huh. so that's all negative. Then if you're taking shirts and merch, you're bringing it over, you're getting taxed coming into the country, and then the venue's going to tax you another thirty percent. So, so the amount of money the band's getting off the merch anyhow, which being like double yeah. tax, yeah, it's yeah. so well, small. Well, so that's yeah. why shirts are expensive. Yeah, well, I th I think uh, our merch people will actually get the the merch produced in America. Rather than bring that, it that would be, that would be better, but but here yeah, the I mean, but, are, are, are charging a lot for taxes though too. Taxes, well, things are taxing begins a lot now here. Yeah, well, they do here as well. Brexit, Brexit has yeah. really messed things up for us in Europe as well. So that that's that was a whole another logistical headache we had to contend with this time round that we didn't have in twenty twenty. So yeah, that, anyway, that's moan, moan, bitch, bitch, bitch. It's great being on stage no, in front of an audience. Not, that, is not, best, that is the best bit. That's, That's the best you, bit. You, you all, all, I'm saying all the logistics, all the coming. Yeah, you know, I'm saying you guys aren't complaining about it, but I feel my job to say, hey, they go through all this stuff and don't complain about it. This is why the shirt costs as much. This is why the cost is this. They're just trying to really sometimes they're struggling just to break even. Mm -hmm. There's no point yeah. in being an adult and being in the red when you still have bills and they still have lives yep. there's no there's no rock and roll health insurance that's not a pocket so like you need they need to make selling money and there's such exuberant costs nowadays i just like the fans yeah, else yeah we're not in the position where we can lose money as i said right. we don't have a record company willing to bail us out anymore it's, it's i don't it's, think there's anybody that would right now for any band well absolutely <laughs> i think it's all changed anyway but every everything we do has to at least pay for itself
that makes sense. When you, I was some of the albums, like so, like you have two, you had two solo albums, and I, I know you did some uh, book writing. Would you another fall from grace being the last really great album? But you've had a lot of time, and a lot's gone on. And I know you'd answer about kind of about you and your wife working. I, I was kind of curious if at some point you had so much had kind of gone on with COVID and changes in life as an artist, and someone's always writing. If you were almost like inspired and like more stuff kind of started coming to you, like maybe there's one more album in me. There's a lot of stuff that went on in the world to kind of get. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I, th I think COVID and the lockdowns affected everybody quite right. differently. My wife got super creative. I, on the other hand, I mean, I, I, I think it was just inertia with me. It was like I really didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't know. I didn't know whether I'd see my family in the UK ever again. You know, I mean, I, I, I you know, like everybody else in the world, we didn't, we didn't know what the hell was going on or what was going to happen, and that had the opposite effect to me. I mean, I didn't feel like writing my book, you know, I mean, I've written two books now, but but I, yeah. I didn't feel like making new music. I mean, what I did do initially when I got back was re-record re Tower of Strength, got a load of mate, mates in, um, friends, yeah. you know, I, I bullied a few friends and said, come on, you play, play on this and we'll release it and, you know, we'll raise some money for charity. I just felt personally I needed to do something for the collective good, uh, and I know what we raised, you know, it was just over $100,000, which seems like a lot of money. But in, in the overall scheme of things, it's just a drop in the ocean to what was actually needed. But we did our part, you know. I mean, that 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 to me at the, that point made it it made it, it enabled me to be working through my my creative inertia, if you want. You know, I didn't I didn't I, feel yeah. that. I didn't feel like writing new songs or making new music. That's why when my wife started writing songs, it was great because the pressure's off. You know, it's it's your songs. You know, well, a lot, a lot of emotions were going through for a lot of people. So I, sometimes I figure, you know, as, as an artist, I was wondering if you were inspired because you, all the collective new emotions you went through that you never went through. Like some artists weren't on the road anymore. Some artists weren't seeing their family. Some family members got sick. Some like everything. The dynamic yeah. changed. Like all of a sudden, being an artist artists were questioning themselves like well, what am i now if i'm not an artist touring am i not going to tour again like who am i at home like well not yeah but, you, but most people a lot of, everybody had their own challenges what i'm saying yeah yeah no it was it was a challenge i mean you know basically we have a place in the countryside here and um we have a place in sao paulo um obviously we became we stayed in the countryside and um it really did take me the best part of that of 2020 before I, I even like picked up a guitar really and thought, Oh, that's nice. That's a nice little new little tune I've got there. I'll put that on my dictaphone or sat at the piano and played, played something, you know, <laughs> I mean, I am constantly, whenever I pick up a guitar or sit at the piano, I mean, I, I'll come up rather than play songs or bits and pieces. I'll know I, I might, I might have heard something, you know, like I'm watching succession at the moment. Right. Okay. So right. don't tell me. And uh, I love the intro music. So I'll sit at the piano and and, and I'll try and work out the chords and then, then it, it it evolves into something that becomes mine rather than uh, the theme tune to Succession. I mean, that's really how a lot of my songs come, is that, you know, I think, oh, that's nice. And then you, you take it, the idea, and you evolve it and, and you add your own personality to it, I guess. 
But um, yeah, no, I, I think COVID, I mean, as I said, I think uh, I lost a friend. I lost a couple of family members to COVID. So it was a tough time, you know, and, 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 and I, when I'm not touring, when I'm not touring, I don't miss it. And when at the end of the tour, I don't have those end of tour blues like a lot of people do. It's like, okay, that's good. Because I always feel, okay, there's going to be another tour. You know, I always feel that. Um, do you think you can keep touring like this, though? Or do you think that you see an end in sight? Like, you're like, you know what? Less touring, I, less, more, you know, one-offs type of things, you know? Yeah, I, I see if, if, if we do anything in the future, it will be, you know, maybe like, like a short run of shows, like a week. Not, not two months you know yeah it's 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 um it has to say i love the shows i really love the shows but it's all the other stuff i mean it's the lack of sleep the lack of eating properly it's the lack of um privacy it's the lack of, i don't know it's just it's just being away from home you know as well um it the long the longer i stay at home the, the harder it gets to leave you know yeah. I, I can I can understand. I wouldn't. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I literally couldn't. I have a hard time just going out sometimes. I could <laughs> couldn't imagine like leaving and not being in my bed at the end of the day. You know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 No. It's it's uh it's it, you know. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've I've done this all my adult life. Luckily, I've been. I'm one of the lucky ones for sure. You know, I'm not I'm not a millionaire or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. But um, I've made a living from doing something I love doing, you know, and still love doing. I love making music. You know, when you come up with that initial rush and of an idea and it's the same with writing. When I was writing the books, you come you get you get that rush and you have to surrender to it. You know, you cannot be distracted from that moment of creation because that that will go you can't say oh i'm gonna go and have dinner now and i'll come back to it because it will go it yeah. goes you can't come you, back to it so do you when you're writing songs are you kind of like you just it hits you and you go do it or are you sitting down every day some artists sit down and they do like i start at eight o'clock and i just work and if an idea comes it does and if it doesn't it doesn't or you kind of go with the flow I go with the flow, but I, I, when I'm at home, I do try to go in the studio and do something every day, even if it is just to mess around with a new piece of software, you know, and it's like, oh, let's, let's see what this does. Or, yep. I, I mean, literally, I mean, you know, I've, I have thousands and thousands of little musical ideas that I've recorded on dictaphones and uh, on phones over the years, you know. Uh, which some of them, you know, if I call good songs, but yeah, you know, it's it's choosing choosing. I'm, I'm trying to remember remember what I actually bloody played, you know, because it's, it's it's some of them was <laughs> so long ago. It's like, what the hell is that? How did I play that? You know, and then I have to sit there and try to work it out. You know, it's like that's fun. It's really funny. Make sure you back that all up. I, I, as we come close to time to end, I do that. I do want to add a question or two about your playing. And your, I, I love your playing and your guitar playing. What do you? You have a, you have a specific sound and a tone. What do you folk like? What is your main guitar and like? What's the setup on your guitar? As I was kind of curious. Well, I mean, uh, for live, I use at the moment I, I currently, and then I have been for the last twelve. 12 years or so since the mission reformed, I've been using electric Schecter electric 12 string, which they built for me. 
Yeah. She's um actually become a signature guitar now, so you can you can buy it if you if you're that impressed with the sound. Uh, I am. Uh, yeah, well, a 12 string through um I, I still use a Roland GP8 um that I bought in 1986, I think. I mean, I've I've got five or six of them now, and you know, a couple in the studio. I mean, they're a bit multi-effects units you program and you know, they got Basically, the boss distortion, the fa uh, the phaser, the delay, you know, things like that, filter, and 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 you, so you build your own sounds, and um, which I've obviously over the course of the last thirty odd years, you know, there's a lot of sounds in there that um, are specific to the songs, actually, mission songs, and even some sisters' songs. And um, that's what I use live through. And I, I've always used the JC120, but I've currently, I've recently started using a Fender Twin, actually, an old Fender Twin with a master volume. It has to have a master volume because otherwise those things blow your head off. Yeah. Um, and and re the reason being, when we were in South America last year touring, we, we couldn't we couldn't always get to JCs because Simon uses a JC122. Yeah. <clears throat> And so I was, I was getting the Fender Twin. It was fine. Simon plays the solos. You, you know, you have the JC. I'll have the Twin. I've got a Twin here anyway in my studio, and I like them. And um, it just the sound guy saying, you know what, that sounds really good because Simon's got using the transistor. Is the frequency the two JCs were kind of taking up the same frequency, but the Fender yeah. Twin is slightly warmer, rounder. So if for the front of house guy, it was like, okay, I can, you know, separate the two guitars a little bit easier with, with that. So I've, so I've started using the Fender Twin Live. But in the studio, I mean, I have, I, I, I don't know, I have 40 guitars, you know, and um, the Dupacarette White Falcon, an old Telecaster, uh, a Fender, the 1966 Fender Electric 12 and uh, Martin Acoustic, um, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. And, right whole rack of effects uh i also use um plug-in guitar plugins you know I, I, i'm not a purist it's whatever works i'm not one oh, of these yeah. that you know i have to use an amp and mic it up i don't mind whatever you, you plug in a pod whatever and it if it sounds yeah. fine sounds fine well I, I, and your and your page you, you do list your your the guitars and stuff so it's not that i'm not aware of that i'm just kind of curious because sometimes an artist will be endorsed by what you think, but at the moment there's a certain guitar sound that they like. And you clearly, you answered that. I mean, obviously you're also very open to the sound, for the what works for the song too. And then yeah. you build, you, you build something, you know? Yeah. So that pretty yeah, much I'm, answers I'm, it, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not one for big power chords. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not one for, certainly not one for chugging. You know, I, I always think chugging is the, like the, the, the equivalent of, drummers using bloody symbols you know it's like stop it <laughs> <laughs> just occasionally occasionally it's all right but when they go yeah. like shut up That's i think you know <laughs> much more lush i think your sound is much more of a lush fuller sound and when i that's what i hear you're, you're playing yeah I, I don't know it's what i like it's my taste you know and i think yeah. i think it, it's a style that's evolved over the years i think um i think you could you can tell Sometimes, most of the time, it's you know Mission or Wayne Nelson playing guitar. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and I think I think that's a really that's a really valuable commodity, 
you know, certainly for guitarists, because there are so many guitarists and there are so many guitarists that are far better players than me, but they, they all sound the same. Yeah. Well, I, I think the thing is like for me, and that's what the question was like as a fan or someone, I'm like, I'll be in the car or whatever. I'll be listening to headphones or whatever. And I'm like, what's that? Like, I'll be hearing like, cause you have so much going on sonically that to digest it, it takes a couple of listings to kind of get the full picture. It's like a full detailed painting. And and then I like that. So I'm always thinking like, what's that sound? Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Each time you, you hear something different. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I think I've always liked the way guitars can almost orchestrate yeah. with guitars. I'm always you thinking know. when I hear your music, I always have to think about it. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? So I dig yeah, that. So I, I, another, another thing that, you know, I'm okay. We all love computers and stuff. Uh, but another thing that I, I refuse to do is cut, copy, and paste. So if you know, yes. if, I've, if I've got a guitar part, then you play it. Play it each, yep. you know, play each verse differently. Because uh, you will play it differently. You know, there will be slight differences in the way you play, so, you know. And so, I, I you know, cut, copy, and paste is not as a no-go, as, as far as I'm concerned, for um for, for guitar parts. I'm for singing, actually. I'm for singing. I, I think everything should be live. I love it. That's one of the things with bands nowadays compared to the past, you know? Yeah, I think, I think it's a really sad thing that, that you know, you listen to 50, uh, 60s and 70s records where bands are playing in the studio together and they're shifting that air together. Now, yeah. even even our records, I mean, we don't, I mean, another fall from grace, we weren't even in the same room at any point on that record. You know, we were just sending files to back and forth to each other yeah. and record it, it works <laughs> yeah it does but at the same time you don't have that interaction you know you know that, that you sat there getting excited oh try this or try that you know yeah. it's somebody working on their own on a specific part and then they send it and it's like uh that bit's great but that bit's not can you have another go at that bit you know and and yeah. it's 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 a lengthier pro process and it's not as much fun i always loved i always loved making records when we were residential studios you know so yeah. you're all there all the time you know and uh you know you, you could work at any hour of the day or night and stuff and you know and, and that was always great fun i like i like being in a band and collaborating and you know and and bashing those ideas uh, out between you well Part of the creative process being in a band and it, it makes the it makes it exciting it's you know the energy you feed off each other's energy yeah. you know yeah yeah i mean i I, th- I think i think um certainly by the third album the mission i think we could become a little bit formula our processes have become a little bit formula so it was it was kind of time to shake things up a little bit after that but but it was our hand was forced because simon left the the band at that point anyway so we yeah. you know we went off and did something else completely different but i like I, I i mean my favorite band probably of the last 30 odd years is radiohead because you never quite know what you're going to get with yeah. them and um I, I love that i love that element of okay what are they going to do next you know and they, they they're definitely a band that pushes the boundaries of what their audience will accept from them well definitely i mean even everything by everything to do that band the, the, the game games and videos they're always yeah. 
weekly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not so, so into the games and videos and stuff. But, no, but I'm saying uh, they, they they are into it. I'm saying I've noticed I've yeah, seen it. I don't but, usually follow it, but I I come across it myself. Yeah, and I I think just the way that they you know the, the one album they did and released and and it was okay. We're going to release this digitally. You can pay what you want for it or pay nothing yeah. at all. And I, I I mean, okay, you need to be in a position of a, a certain amount of wealth and a certain amount of power to yeah. be able to do that, you know and and it, it's it's a banker that they would actually you know obviously make money on it but um you know some bank some i mean for us probably it would fall flat on his face and we'd be left in the in in the red but but we need we need band we need i don't know it's time for another shake-up it's time for another punk i think not not in not in terms of like the music, because I think there's a lot of good music coming through. You just have to search a little bit more for it, you know. But I think the you know guitar bands are actually making a bit of a, a, a having a bit of a renaissance. But it's it's still very underground. But I think the whole business structure has become um, the mainstream has become very um, conservative. Yeah. Again. And you know the major record labels play very safe. You know they won't they won't even listen to the music unless you've got you know a million, you know Instagram followers or whatever oh, the yeah. number is. You know you know what I mean. And that's what they look at these days is is your, the, the 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 likes and the the followers. And it's like I, it would be a terrible time to be in a new band. I think really difficult. I, I, I couldn't imagine it. It's you know there's so much new music out there and. Yeah, the record labels are more like you're. There's no support there anymore. And then, like, as an artist, yeah, it's the likes or how popular you are. It doesn't matter how big a band you are, how many platinum albums you've had. If you don't have a big Instagram account, huge, yeah. there are huge artists that aren't getting looked at. And I know, like, over in um, those Japan, the songs have to have a certain beat to it, like a certain timing to it. Also, they won't even play it. Yeah. Certain artists, big artists, songwriters, will send it over there. They're like, nope, too slow. You got to change the beat. You got to change this. Like. And these guys have written like 20, 30 more hits. And they're like, nope, yeah. that's not what we want. Yeah, so, I know. It's, it's, you know, the old, the, I mean, I'm not a fan of Ed Sheeran. I'm not, I mean, you know, um, I'm not really that familiar with his work, but I do know that whole court case that he was embroiled in recently where he, yeah. he, 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 one of the things he did is, look, I, I can sit here with this guitar and play you and every song that's in the top 20 right now yeah. with with the same four chords and and that's the way it has become and and you know the whole thing about artificial artificial intelligence that's you know now you've got ai making music yeah. it'll become even more kind of generic you know it's just it's, it, and that's that's that to me that's why someone like billy eilish for me is a breath of fresh air yeah you know because th that really does go against what you know the Taylor Swifts of the world, and the Katy Perrys of the world. You yep. know, and so um, it. You know, every generation needs its its own heroes, and I, I think Billie Eilish is a good one for the the kids of today. To be totally frank, I agree. Yeah. I, I think I agree with that one. I don't know who's new for rock and roll, though. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I mean, it, it, as I said, I think it's underground. It's gone underground again, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, because as soon as it goes overground, it then it becomes diluted. It becomes, yeah. it, 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 you know, if, if you have one guitar band that becomes really successful, then the record labels will want 
their own guitar band to sound exactly the same. That yeah. that's the way the, the that's the way it works. You know, people's attention span is it's music is too easily available, and you know you it's like watching sitting down to watch something on on TV at night. You could spend an hour before you decide what you want to watch. Just, uh, every night in my house. Every night in my house. <laughs> absolutely. And, and uh, it's the same for you. You know, I mean, how many times do you listen, you know, Spotify and think, I'll try this. Oh, I don't like this much. And yeah. then try something else. It, it, when we, I don't know, I don't know how old you are, but when I was young, we, ne- we didn't have, you know, you, you would have to make the effort to go into town on the bus. I, I'm, I'm 52. I, but yeah, like I said, yeah. and, I have, and I have records. I, um, yeah. yeah you, you buy your record and you get back on the bus and you're reading the sleeve as you're, you know, on the bus on the journey home, excited to get home to play that record. I'm not and, buying and records. We, I never even listened to just because the artwork looked cool. I wanted to try yeah, it out. I, yeah. I, I mean, there were, you know, records I bought as well without ever hearing anything just because, I'd like the previous record by the band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and um, yeah. Now it's also easy and disposable, and and that's and whilst it's 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 whilst it's good and, and easy for us, at the same time, I think it's devalued music, or it's devalued devalued culture. It's not just music; it's, it's you know the access to books, the access yeah. to films, entertainment, the whole thing. But um, you know, kids, kids today will look back in fifty years. Do you remember the time when we, you know, we used to have to look for things online and, and yeah. it's like now it's in my head it, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, it's 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 all it's all rose tinted glasses, really, isn't it? I guess, back. but like being on both sides of the fence at my age, I am glad that I had the experience of radio, record players. I still, you know, still have vinyl, like all those, the change actually, being able to go through the years of vinyl to, you know, the CD, I mean, cassette to CD to this to that, to be able to have that experience is, 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 is great. Um, and no one's going to have that moving forward. And I think everything's regulated to just a sound bite. So it doesn't even matter whether it's music or art. Or I mean, forget art, uh-huh. photographs. Everything's in your phone. So there's no famous photographers taking some, you know, you know, where, where yeah. these big photos, they, films are the same way because they need the returns and the budgets are there now. So everything uh-huh. has changed. Any kind of creativity yeah. is kind of kind of going out the window on some level, you know. Well, yeah, to- yeah, yeah. But there are still there are still kids out there that are pushing pushing the boundaries of what's available to them, the technology. Uh, in, in in all aspects, but you know anybody can be a photographer now with an iPhone, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, anybody can make a film now with um, iMovie or um, the, the other one, uh, Prime Cut or whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, or anybody can do artwork with um, Photoshop. You know, I mean, it's it's all anybody can do it. Problem is, and and the. And we can all get it up online, you know, music or photographs. We can all get up there. The problem is, that it, as I said before, it's, it's become very um, ge- generic, very, very kind of conservative, I think. But there are there are kids out there that will push that will push the boundaries, that will come up with, you know, uh, stuff that goes that flies in the face of what what else is going on and um god bless them 
because we'll always need those kind of people. Yeah, we we do. I think, and and one of the things that, you know, circle back to is I think a lot of these people hopefully are influenced by my bands like you, you know, and a lot of more, a lot of the newer bands I think I see hoping are going back and saying, I listen to this band, I listen to this rock band, I listen to this, whether it be goth or pop or punk or whatever it is, are kind of going back a little further to a lot of the bands mm-hmm. of the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, you know, or early 90s. And they're saying, oh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going back to these, this kind of songwriting. And they're they're bringing it forward, um, but yeah. I do I want I want to I want to uh, thank you for, for coming on today. I want to tell fans to check out your your website. It's a fantastic website. Um, give me a tour. The, you know, a couple of shows with um, the cult, but then U.S. fans go on the website. All the dates are there. Bring yeah, your calendars uh, out. September and October. I think we start on the sixth of sixth of September in Baltimore. I think. And uh, then we end. I don't know where we end. I think somewhere. You somewhere we end. <laughs> we, we we start on the east coast, and then we we work our way around, and then come back, and we finish on the east coast, I believe. But um, yeah. No, good. I'm looking forward. I know I'm looking forward to the tour, but I uh, um, yeah, as well. I am. Be, yeah, it'll be uh, <laughs> be grueling, but we'll we'll love the shows. I'm sure. So I'll be looking forward to seeing you guys. You guys come over. Thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Okay, we'll come and say hello if you come to the show. Okay. I will. I will. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye.